Welcome to the Purpose Project XXI podcast, the podcast designed to help men live purposeful, impactful, and fulfilled lives. This is your host and founder of Purpose Project XXI, Ozzy Ortiz. On this episode of a two-part series of the Purpose Project XXI podcast, I sit down with Dr. Tom Dieters. If his name sounds familiar, it's probably because he was chief and editor and publisher of the Muscle and Fitness magazine for 15 years, running a $100 million division. He's published hundreds of articles, been on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and Fox News. He's also been a CEO many times of media and marketing companies, both for families and private equity groups. He's contracted with Naval Special Warfare SEALs teams He's done hundreds of seminars on performance enhancement, fitness, diet strategy, and supplementation, and is a practicing Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. And he's a committed follower of Christ. But besides this impressive resume, he is a great man who has graciously taken time to sit down with me and offer some truth bombs and wisdom that we would be remiss to not receive and apply to our lives. Here is part one of my conversation with Dr. Tom Dieters. All right, Dr. Tom Dieters, thank you so much for being with me today. Really, it's an honor, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to have this conversation with me. So I just want to welcome you. Oh, my pleasure. It's a, a pleasure to be here, a privilege to be here. I know we have a, uh, a mutual friend, Mr. Lee Labrada, and so he's the one who introduced me to you and uh, connected us, and so I'm super grateful for that. Uh, just an amazing man. I got the privilege of interviewing him a few weeks back, and it's been an honor. So thank you so much for being willing to do this. And uh, I'm glad that Lee has great friends like you. <laughs> yeah, my, my pleasure again. Lee and I uh, met our freshman year of college in a Spanish literature class. <laughs> uh, so uh, we, uh, we go back and forth about that. We became best friends and training partners in 1978. So we're dating ourselves nice. uh, and uh, just have been the best of friends. We had parallel paths throughout our life. Mm-hmm. He was a professional bodybuilder. I was the editor-in-chief and publisher of the biggest, you know, kind of muscle magazine, muscle That's right. uh, all through the 90s, et cetera. And uh, we've stayed very close ever since, but just a, just a wonderful, wonderful uh, human being and a, yeah, a strong believer, as you know. Absolutely, he is. Uh, yeah, it, it's, so you can say that you taught him everything he knows about bodybuilding, in other words. But. Um, I, I, not everything. I, I, I didn't teach him everything. I know I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> no, Lee is, uh, I tell you what, all joking aside, uh, Lee uh, was a you know, high school valedictorian. I mm-hmm. uh, got an engineering degree. So Lee is a brilliant guy. He's, oh, absolutely. He's, everything he did with, with purpose and methodology and his diet and nutritional program, uh, I was able to, you know, uh, offer some of my knowledge, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. particularly some of the, the contest peaking areas and some things that we did back in the late 80s, which really uh, hadn't been done before. Things like sodium loading, uh, the use of medium chain triglycerides, and even creatine, uh, which oh, wasn't sold on a national market level yet. Right. But uh, So we we dovetailed on a lot of things. So when I was going through like you know, my, my pre-med and then my, my later schooling um, and treating patients, it was all about how can I use this knowledge to enhance performance or get Absolutely. people better results? So Lee, uh, everything I, I, I uh, learned was able to uh, kind of discern or apply was, uh, was uh, passed on to Lee and yeah. oh my gosh, I mean, he's just so blessed genetically and yes. his capabilities and drive and his son now yep. uh, is yep. following in the same footprints, just came 
Nope. One of the youngest guys in the Olympia coming in fourth yeah. place. Just place. Been a stacked lineup of guys. Oh gosh! So, yeah. uh, it's just uh, it's an amazing, uh, amazing journey to watch. What a privilege it is. I know. Um, growing up, I used to read Muscle and Fitness magazine myself. I was always into it, and my brother was really into bodybuilding, so he got me into it. So that's funny that I'm talking to you now. But I used to, yeah. no doubt, probably read a few of your articles, not knowing that. I'm sure you did. I, you know, I had my picture in there every month, but I had a little bit more hair. Is that what? Maybe that's why I couldn't recognize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. Dr. Tom Dieters, I thank you so much once again for being here. I, every, every time we start off this podcast, I like to ask my guests to share with the audience what you believe your purpose and calling is in this life. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I have been extremely fortunate, extremely blessed. Nothing happens by accident. A lot of things in my uh, ignorance of youth, I wasn't able to put together the pieces like I can now reflecting back at age 61. Uh, but you know, my purpose in a nutshell is to give glory to him. You know, I have a Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who blessed me with talents and, and, and a brain. And how can I use that to meet people at their point in need? You know, and I think that's, you know, that's one of our highest calls, right? You know, love the Lord with all our God, all our strength, all our might and love each other. And people don't get that word love because there's only one word for love in English, that's right? It. But there's six in Greek. Okay. And right. the New Testament was written in Greek. So when Jesus talked about love your neighbor, it wasn't love like, oh, I like this guy. You don't have to, your neighbor might be abusive and, mm. and, and mean and inconsiderate or rude. It doesn't matter. You can still serve them. And that's what the Jesus word for love is, agape in right. Greek, which means to serve. So if I got a neighbor who is maybe not the, the greatest person, right? If they're ill, I can still bring them some food. I can still bring in Absolutely. their garbage cans to training. So that's what we are called to do. And really, and that's, that, that's the highest love. If you look at, you know, in, in scripture, you know, what it talks about love and it talks about loving each other. That really is translated to serving each other. So if I can help take my background, my knowledge, my experience, and meet people at their point of need and serve them in a way that helps them feel better, be healthier, because you can't have a healthy mind unless you have a healthy body. You know, the body is the host of the mind, right? Right. And the mind is, is, is kind of the, one of the cornerstones of the soul. Uh, and, you know, people talk about that and it's, you know, kind of the mind, body, spirit connection. And that's one of the things that is getting robbed mm -hmm. from people. Um, and uh, the, the truth is being misconstrued and hidden. There's a war on truth in this world right now. All kinds of truth. Absolutely. Scientific truth, religious truth, Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. So, uh, get that. you know, and I spoke to, to people before. I've done hundreds of seminars, as you know, uh, and particularly to, to younger guys, you know, it's like, man, you need to hear the truth. Right. The truth about what works, the truth about what's going to give you results. Not all the, you know, right. the the indirect innuendos and the misleading paths, you know? So maybe so we good. can touch on some of that stuff today because I think there's a huge need for it. The uh, confusion and the bombardment of most of the garbage on social media uh, is not helping someone Absolutely. who is trying to find their way and wants better for themselves. And that's okay. really what this is all about. So good. Yeah, so good. And really, that's going to be the topic we talk about today, gentlemen, is going to be building a stronger body, brain and mind. And we'll get into the details of what that means. But a little backstory on why I wanted to have this conversation with you, Dr. Tom Dieters, is 
I've always been into health and fitness. I, I, I was a runner back in high school. I did distance running and I was really tried to take care of myself. But I noticed a few years back that I started having some cognitive issues, brain fog, things of that sort. So I started studying about it. It's like, why, why is this happening? Uh, I've never had issues before remembering things or just concentrating. And all of a sudden, I'm beginning to have these issues and it was frustrating me. So I, I did some research and I began to see the connection between our diet, our exercise, nutrition in general, uh, and our cognitive ability, how that affects the way we not only think, but how our brain functions and how well we're able to think clearly or even focus better. So I began to implement some things into my life remove certain things from my diet, began to do other things, introduce new item or food items into my diet. And I began to realize that there was this crazy connection between what we put in, what we do with our bodies, and just how our minds and our brains function. I mean, we always think of fitness and nutrition just about an outward effect, just the benefits that we get outwardly and what shows on the outside, but not so much about what's going on the inside. And so that's what we want to dive into today Dr. Tom is just really going to give men, young men, really the insight. Let's pull back the shades a little bit. Let's yeah. peel the onion back and say, look, it's yeah. more than just the physique and it's more than just looking good. Let's, let's talk about what's really uh, at the core of health and fitness. Yeah. And, you know, this, uh, I, I, I've been accused of being a pretty passionate guy um, about the things that I believe in. And this, this makes me crazy. Let me get this, you know, out there right now. I, what a disservice, what a disservice that we are not teaching kids from grade school, grammar school on up how to take care of their body and how to take care of their mind. Okay. People know more about how to take care of their car than they do about their own body in many cases. Right. And it, you, you hit on the point exactly as because there is a direct, direct nervous system connection through the enteric nervous system. I'm going to try not to get too, too scientific, but if I do get scientific, I want to explain it. But there's a direct connection between our gut. What do I mean by gut? I mean our stomach, our intestines, the whole digestive tract, and our brain, mm -hmm. and how our brain functions, and the neurochemical balance of the brain, right? Because the brain is going to be influenced by the balance of chemical hormones and messengers that we have between our ears. So you throw off that balance and something's bad going to happen. That's typically the case with depression and anxiety. There's imbalance of neurotransmitters. That's what antidepressant medications are all about to try to reestablish that equilibrium so the brain can function optimally. Otherwise, moods, cognitive function, memory, ability to right. think and be quick, analytics, all that, it suffers terribly. And let me make this point further, because if you go back over the past 30 years and you look at the explosion, the exponential growth in obesity, mm. in diabetes, and we know that you end up with diabetes, the number one presupposed factor is obesity, mm. right? So you map those curves out of obesity and diabetes and depression, mm. and they almost overlay each other. Depending on which data you look at, anywhere from one in six to one in eight people in the United States, many of them teenagers now, mm. are on antidepressants. Come on. 
Let me pause you right there, doctor, because this is, I think, one a big point that we want to camp on because there is an epidemic amongst young men today, and it's depression. Yes, and it's not being addressed. Anxiety talked, and uh, and what you're, well, what I hear you saying is that so much of that can be uh, rooted in our nutrition, in our diet, in our activities, in our fitness look. Absolutely, absolutely. Here's so. Crime number one, I wish I could fix, right? I wish I could mm -hmm. wave a wand and fix it. And that is we need to educate people from a young age on how to optimize their physical performance. It doesn't mean be a world-class athlete. It just means have energy, have dynamic energy, be able to sleep good, feel rested, be able to attack your day and do the things you love to do and feel good, mm -hmm. right? And not just feel like a slug, a couch potato, just listless and kind of directionless and and not have that passion and that it, kind of the, the horsepower, if you will, right? Mentally. And they are an extension of each other. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is there is a lot of research out there that never, ever gets applied mm. by doctors, by physicians, treating patients. Okay? Okay. It's unequivocal, for example, that if you have a patient that's going into a surgery, if you enhance their protein intake seven to 10 days before the surgery, you'll greatly enhance their healing after the surgery. Common sense, protein is, wow. you know, are one of the, some of the building blocks to help the body repair. Right. That's in the medical literature. The research has been done at medical universities. Why aren't all the physicians practicing this stuff, right? Why aren't the, 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 why aren't the physicians talking to their patients, educating them on what it takes to eat properly so that you don't impair your brain right. and your cognitive function, your ability to do, do well on tests, right? The ability to have great memory in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, because, you know, you, you made an interesting point there. Well, I didn't used to have this problem, mm. right? It's kind of like you buy a new car. You're supposed to change the, the oil every 5,000 miles to keep the engine healthy, if you will. Keep it from breaking down. Well, when you get a new car, you could probably go 40,000 miles without changing your oil and you're not going to, you're going to think the car is fine right. until one day something breaks. Mm. And that's what happens with our body. We think we're getting away with this stuff. And when you're young, you do get away with a lot of stuff, but then all of a sudden something breaks down in terms of a chemical balance or a degenerative process in a joint or in your brain. And a lot of these processes are inflammatory based and the people that uh, the, the, you know, the people in our country are eating highly inflammatory diets. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have a lot of heart disease. And that's why Alzheimer's and dementia is exploding as well. Mm -hmm. That increase also is correlated to what's going on with obesity and diabetes and that gut. So even if you're not obese yet, okay, even if you're just eating poorly, Okay, garbage in, garbage out. You don't take a high performance race car and put in low end garbage contaminated fuel and expect it to mm. perform. It's the same thing with our body. Right. Not only that, we're not getting the nutrients we need and we're giving our body what it shouldn't get, which is a lot of processed carbohydrates, a lot of sugar, a lot of things that drive weight gain and drive diabetes and drive poor mental performance, increase inflammation to help impair our brain function as we get older in the years. So that's the kind of stuff, um, you know, I like to talk about, uh, because it, and it's not rocket science guys, you don't need to have a, a PhD in nutrition, right. you know, to, to eat correctly.
And we'll, at the end of this, you know, podcast, I'll give some takeaways, basically five bullet points on nutrition, five bullet points on exercise. They sound so deceptively simple, but it's kind of like simple doesn't mean it, you know, it's easier. Simple doesn't mean that, you know, everybody in our society wants to get fixed. They want to take a pill. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Right. 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 So in other words, everybody wants the results. They don't want to do work. Right. Right. Well, the work seems like work when you're Mm -hmm. off track. Right. But when you're on track, it's not work. It's natural. You feel good. You have energy um, and it's worth it. And it's worth it because, you know, as we get older, we need to take care of this body again to make sure that the mind is great. Absolutely. I love that. And let me pause you there yet again. And and I I think we need to take a step back. Let's let's we've been talking a lot about just the effects of food on our mind and our brain. Let's define some terms if we can. Let's talk about the mind. What is the mind versus the brain? So that way, when we're talking about the effects of food and nutrition, sure. we know what we're talking about. Sure. So the, the, the brain uh, is the neurophysiologic organ right. okay, that produces impulses, which can be both motor, which is the motor system, the movement system, right? So I can do these things, right? Mm-hmm. That's the motor nervous system. Right. Experience sensory feelings, touch sound, vision, all those things, and generate thought Mm -hmm. and emotions. Okay. Okay. Emotions. So we talk about the mind, it's the amalgamation of all those things. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's what controls the body, the motion, the sensory input, the interpretation of that sensory input, Mm. right? Because I may get hit with a stimulus that I determine has different meaning than a stimulus for you. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So you, we, the, the, and the brain is the mediator of that. And unfortunately, that's one of the things, you know, that the enemy, we have a spiritual enemy, uh, mm-hmm. hello. Uh, and that's one of the things he tries to twist around is, is to make that meaning something worse than it is. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So, and again, that, you know, he tries to distort truth, et cetera. But my point is, is that the mind you know, you got to have a healthy organ, mm-hmm. the brain, physiologically, neurologically, neurochemically has to be optimal and healthy before the mind can be healthy. Right? Let's say, say that again. Okay. So the organ, the brain, mm-hmm. which does all these things neurophysiologically, sends impulses, receives impulses, you know, routes impulses, that organ has to be healthy so that thoughts and emotions can be healthy. Okay. Come on. Right? So you can't, if you have a, uh, a brain disease, okay, mm. you are not going to have optimal memory, optimal cognitive function. You're not going to be in a good mood. I mean, oh my gosh, listen, everybody's been sick out there, right? And when we're sick, you know, that old thing, it sounds like something my grandma used to say, and she did, rest her soul, okay? Mm-hmm. She'd say, you know, when you got your health, you have just about everything. Mm. Well, you know, when we're out there and we're working hard and we're trying to, this is, you know, start a family and buy a house and this and that, okay, we're not focused on health because health usually isn't an issue mm. until we get sick. And I don't know the last time that you've been sick at, I mean, sick, like eat food poisoning, man, look you're, you're vomiting for a day, you're dehydrated, you're like, oh, my whole body hurts. When we're sick, we don't care about nothing, man, except feeling better. Mm. Okay. So that death by a thousand cuts is when we 
are out of shape, we're not optimal mentally, and don't even know it. Mm. I work with so many people. I helped launch an anti-aging uh, practice years ago with the brilliant neurosurgeon. And a lot of these people were like, well, gee, I don't, you know, I don't feel that bad. You know, I don't need to be, you know, hormonally optimized, metabolically optimized and, you know, whatever, my energy's pretty good. And then you talk to these people a year later and they're like, oh, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how bad I felt, how little energy I had. So it's kind of like we, you know, a lot, most people don't realize that they're, they, it's like the new norm, right? Like new normal is, well, you're sitting on the couch and watching, you know, 11 hours of TV a day. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. Right. Really? Wow. Wow. You're being robbed. Robbed, cheated out of your potential. Right. Right. So true. And I think especially coming off of this pandemic and where everybody was in isolation, I think we, we saw the effects of what a sedentary life does. As And that's something that's not being talked much about is just the depression rates that went up and the effects of mental issues that came as a result of being locked up and not having activity, let alone uh, relationships and, and community. And uh, can you talk about yeah, still, This stuff will never be reported because it doesn't support the current narrative that's in vogue and the one that's being forced, forced upon us, right? right? And it's tragic. Um, and it, it not... Even if you just look at one factor, not 10 or 15 or 20, the implications just have tentacles that are terrible. But if you watch any NFL games, you see these commercials saying that cancer screenings went down 90% during the pandemic, during the peak okay. of the pandemic. So people weren't getting colonoscopies, right? They weren't getting breast exams. They weren't getting the, the normal oh. things that you need to do. Incidents fell by 90, 90%. What do you think that does? to the incidence of cancer. And we know with most cancers, or many cancers anyway, that if you catch them early, very treatable. Right. You catch them later, once they've metastasized, grow to the other, and now we got a problem. So this has cost us much more than people realize. Most people are not educated or they're diseducated with disinformation, you know, and skewed numbers and skewed realities. Um, so uh, that is, tragic in my mind, particularly for young people. We need interaction to be able to stimulate and develop our brains. You know, our brains physiologically as an organ, mm -hmm. not our minds, because our mind, we can keep developing our mind in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, right? You can always learn something new, but our brain physiologically, the organ system does not completely develop until about 23 years, bitch. Mm. So teen minds are still in a developmental process, which has been stunted, okay, by lack of some of the interactions, some of the activities, some of the things they need to be healthy. We are not meant to be sedentary beings at all, neurologically, physiologically. What are the benefits of exercise? It stimulates brain function and health, hmm. right? We know, and you read you know, the mega successful people, right? You read the, you know, the Fortune 500, the top CEOs, over 75% of them say they work out more than three days a week. Why is that? Well, they're not trying to look like bodybuilders on stage. They want to be sharp. They want to sleep better. It enhances your, your immune system, right? It helps to rebalance brain chemistry. One of the best therapies for depression is working out. Mm. It helps better mood. We feel better when we exercise in our mobile, 
it promotes lean body mass and lean body mass. Sure. It looks good. Also, you know, it looks good. It gives you shape, right? But it gives you stamina and it gives you resistance to disease. Mm -hmm. All right, gentlemen, that concludes part one of my conversation with Dr. Tom Dieter. Stay tuned for part two of this episode. I want to thank you for listening. I am truly grateful for you and for the gift of your time. I would like to ask you to do me a huge favor. If you have found this content valuable, will you please consider subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this podcast with others? This will help us grow our community and reach more men with this message. On a personal note, if we don't know each other, or if you have any ideas for future guests and or topics, please reach out to me. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at PurposeProjectXXI or by email at PurposeProjectXXI at gmail.com. So gentlemen, until next time, this is Ozzy Ortiz leading the way and challenging you to live with purpose, to make an impact and experience fulfilled lives. Love you.